Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into episode 110 of What the Howl. I am not Jared Boggins. I am PBG, and you are to my left. I am Jared Boggins. Thanks for introing that. Look wow. at that. It took 110 episodes, but no, I, I did it. Job. I did it once when you weren't here. Anyway. I am Jared Boggess, like I said, and I'm joined by... Matt Cook, your Assistant Athletic Director for Awesome. And the voice you heard already is PBG. Yes, sir. From the AOB. Definitely. Hey, that one, I, I got I to gotta give you props for, the guy, uh, for, the, for giving the impression of the guy who does, who's the best in the office at impressions. I do have a lot of good impressions. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Anyway, we got uh, some stuff to talk about, and for the second straight week, we have no dubs to talk about. Yes. We got some draws. Yes. But we ain't got no dubs. Yep tough it's tough it's it's tough to be a podcaster in the uh uwg athletics realm right now but yep. we're about to break out of that yeah we're, we're th- this is the weekend we're we're, yep. we're gonna break out it's it's there um so we're gonna recap kind of what went down last week and then coach joanna wrights from women's basketball gonna join us for her second ever appearance on what the how we'll talk some women's basketball it's getting ready to ramp up uh here in just a, the, the end yeah. of this week practice starts we'll talk all about that uh, when she comes and joins the show, it is October. That is that. It is that time of the year. October baseball is here. It is. It, but but more importantly for us, October basketball practice begins officially this weekend, and they don't have to practice for four hours anymore. Yep, they get twenty hours a week. Right? Twenty hours a week. So excited to see what what's coming in this coming season. Absolutely. All right, let's jump into the recap. Last Tuesday, volleyball fell to shorter three to one at home on faculty staff appreciation day. Um, which I thought was a really cool thing the way we did pregame with that. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I met several professors that I've I've heard about but never actually met. Um, so, and I got to shake their hand, uh, thank them for coming. I'm really, really excited about about the way we're doing faculty staff appreciation. Uh, it, it's really, really gonna. I think it's gonna make a lot of inroads within um, within our university. Yep. And then that was last Tuesday. And then let's see the next sport to compete. Beyond that was uh, Cross Country, who went to Charlotte, North Carolina on Friday to compete in the Royals Challenge, which I'm assuming was hosted by Queens. Yes, it was. Um, and some pretty pretty good results out of that. Let's start with the men. They finished 12th and were led by Trenton Jackson, who uh, finished uh, in the top 10 yeah. with a time of 26.44 in the 8K. Yeah, I, I talked to Coach Bailey about it. He, he was... He 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 said we we ran okay, but he he was not pleased with with the full uh, the full results as if any coach is ever pleased with full everything. True. Um. So, but uh. But he, we had a couple of guys who um who had to bow out early in the in the race. So, uh, we only in, we only finished with five. Really proud of Coley Branham. She cut off about a minute fifteen off of her off of her time. Um. And uh. She and she finished at nineteen fifty five. Um, she's been a little, a little banged up this year, so getting back into um, full-fledged shape there. So Yes, she led the team, the women's team, to a second-place finish at the Royals Challenge. Um, like you said, 1955 in that time, um, which I believe was top top ten in, in the individual, too. I believe it was like ninth or eighth, right? Yeah, yeah it was. And, and uh, what Coach Bailey said about that was that uh, while she went 1955, she cut off a lot of time. He, he's he's sad for her that she hasn't had that she's been banged up a little bit because she should be going sub nineteen at this point. Yeah, that that was it. That was his expectations for her. So, um, you know that. But that's the kind of stuff that that 
pushes uh, pushes a cross country team and and really uh, will take us to the next level. Absolutely, uh, volleyball on Friday fell on the road to West Alabama three to zero. Tough loss there to start that road trip. Um, and then women's soccer was also on the road Friday night up in Memphis, PBG, with a one-one draw. Um, it was good to get a point out of that after trailing for a lot of the a lot of the game, though, right? Yeah, they cleaned up a deflection. That seems like how we give a bunch of goals is Brink will make a nice stop, and then it just deflects right to an opponent, and then they'll just put it away. But it did happen early, I don't know, 35th minute or so. But then, you know, Kenna K, the freshman phenom, other than well, – I mean, Catherine Reeves might be the freshman phenom, but – uh, Kenna K cleaned up something, or she had a nice shot in yeah. like the 50th minute or so yeah. and tied it up. We just couldn't get another one to get to three points. Kenna K has got three goals on the year, tied for the team lead, right? Yes. Nice. It's very nice to see from a freshman. Proud of you on the alliteration there. Kenna K, um, well, I don't remember. Freshman phenom? No, Kenna K. There, there was a C word after that, so you had to. I don't know. That was like 10 seconds ago. I, don't I know. Can't even remember what That's I just where said. Where my head's at, I have no. Jared's idea. Yeah. a goldfish. Yeah, I am a goldfish. I don't know why I said that, but anyway, <laughs> Saturday he forgot uh, that he said it. Exactly. Saturday volleyball was at Mississippi College. Another three zero loss for the Wolves on the road. Uh, they're in a they're in a pretty rough skid right now, but we're looking for them to break out of that. But a tough road trip for volleyball, losing three zero at West Al, three zero at Mississippi College. But Mississippi College, we've seen they are much improved from. Years past, they broke West Florida's like fifty-something game Gulf South Conference winning streak a couple right. weeks ago. Yeah, uh, winning three-two. So, uh, and that's a tough place to play in that golf ball of a gym. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a cool facility, a lot of fun. But yeah, you're right. Uh, if anybody anybody that can beat that West Florida squad, that's that's saying something. So. Um, we're we're on our way. We we just uh, hit a little, hit a little road bump here. Speaking of a West Florida squad, the tenth ranked Argonauts football team came into University Stadium, Rayland Field, on Saturday night, handed us a forty two twenty eight loss, um, and continued the trend of the road team winning that series. So yep. uh, tough performance from the Wolves, uh, or tough outcome from the Wolves. I thought the game was much closer than two possessions. I put that in the story. You look at the at the total offense, neck and neck in both total offense, rushing, passing. They were. It was a very evenly fought game, I thought. No doubt, it, it was. It was definitely an, an evenly fought game. Um, we just the ball didn't bounce our way. I think you said that last week. If if the ball bounces our way, yep. we we got an opportunity uh, to do something, and it just it just did not. It bounced away from us there early in the second half. They capitalized and scored on the next play, and yep, there it goes. Well, I know the the ball the ball bouncing is a metaphor. But in literally, that one literally yeah. did. They scored late to put it to two possessions. Yeah, they were yeah. they were trying to milk the clock. Yeah, and they they broke off a big run. So I mean, it really was closer than two possessions. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. like we yeah. were in it the whole time. I agree. Up, up until the end. Yep. Um, I'm ready to fight after their headline, though. By the way, but we won't jump into yeah. that. But if you haven't seen it, you can go check it. Captain out. Captain Daryl told me about it. Yeah, it fired me up. I, I yeah. sent Matt a yeah. text message. But. Jared Jared was upset about that, but uh, good to see Jackson Carson again. Uh, he he said he's he's getting get himself put in the in the record book. Yeah, he had a, over a hundred yards and three touchdowns for the second consecutive game. First time anyone has ever done that in back to back games. Only the third time someone has ever done that. Multiple times in a season. The last one, 2012, Dallas Dickey, who was a quarterback, oddly enough. And then the other one, 1991, Louis Lomax, who, cool story, Louis Lomax's son, Blaylon Lomax, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Backup running back on this year's team. Yeah, heard that. And Jackson Carson was named the Scott Evans, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Nissan player of the game. Um, and then Sunday, wrapping up the weekend, women's soccer 
taking on Union, the back half of the Tennessee two-step. Heard that. Yep. Uh, fell zero, or not fall, but zero-zero scoreless draw in that one. A lot of shots. Um, I think we had like, it was our third most shot total on the year. It was 20-something, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, Stacy said we had, what, 44, 44 shots? 44 on, on the weekend and scored one goal. So. I liked her tweet, too. She said, hopefully that lady luck, it will be on our side soon because the law of averages have to balance it. Yeah, the, the ball bouncing our way. Her, yep. yep, true. Yep. So, yep. Um, and then yesterday, on uh, Monday, women's golf opened the Leanne Noble Memorial. Two very uncharacteristic rounds um, from the Wolves, 324-317. Uh, tough outing. They're wrapping that up on Tuesday. Uh, UWGathletics.com. You can get all these scores um, and the recaps from women's golf. Uh, let's take a quick break now. And when we come back, Matt and I will sit down with head coach Joanna Wrights. We'll talk women's basketball as they get ready to ramp up their practice schedule this weekend. We'll be right back on the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell? Back here on What the Hell Now, where Matt Cook and I are joined by... Women's basketball head coach Joanna Wrights. Coach Joe, welcome in. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Are you she laughing made, at the way I said? No, I'm, I'm laughing at you. May have bl- bursted burst her eardrum. Oh, sorry. <laughs> coach was taken off guard a little bit there by the uh, by the intro, but it's okay. It's okay. We're we're having fun here on what the how. But again, welcome in. Uh, she's literally trying to fix her headphones because I'm too loud. I'm good now. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> Coach, last time you were on the show here on What the How, you had just been named head coach. I think I think you were just here for like a week, just getting your feet under you. Kind of recap the last six months since you got here full-time and, and gotten going full speed. Yeah, it's been a really, really good six months. It's flown past. Um, I'm so excited that we're finally, you know, towards the end of this week, able to start practice officially. And it's a little like, where did the time go? Um <laughs> But, you know, thinking back on all that our, our team and our staff has accomplished in the last six months, I mean, we signed um, five new players, uh, which we're really excited. They've been great additions to our team. Um, you know, with us starting school so early in August, that was a gift because we've been able to start workouts pretty early and had a lot of good time on the court. I'm so proud of our team. They've they've worked hard. Um, their energy's good. Their effort's good. They've been really fun to coach. They compete um, and we've been able to do a few fun things as a team as well, um, from rafting um, to um, going to Southwire and kind of seeing what their world is like. Um, we're reading in uh, Carrollton schools on this coming Monday. Um, and so we've been able to do some fun stuff as a team and um, just spend time together getting to know each other. Again, we had um, you know an entirely new staff and, and over half of our team is new including the freshmen that were committed prior to me taking this job. And so um, I'm thankful for the time we've had together uh, just to build relationships and get to know each other. And it's been a really, a really positive six months. I'll tell you, you've really seen a, cu- a culture shift um, in the in that six months. Before we talk too much about basketball, the crowd cu- crowdfunding campaign recently was phenomenal, and, and you and your team were were leaders in that. Um, touch on that effort, and 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 I know there's p- people you probably want to thank. Yeah, I am so appreciative of all the people that uh, made donations to our program. Um, every single <laughs> gift helped us reach that goal. We were fortunate um, to win. You know, our our competition within the athletic department and we were, you know, excited to be able to contribute to the overall goals of the athletic department. But 
um, our staff and our players got behind it and worked hard and um, got on the phones and to all of the people in their circles that supported our program, I am just beyond grateful. All right, let's talk some hoops now. A lot of newcomers on the squad. You touched on it, um, it in that first question, um, and chemistry had to have been concerned coming in. But what have you seen so far? And again, you touched on it a little bit, but what have you seen so far on that front that really excites you for this season? Well, I, I'm I'm most pleased with the way our team competes. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's crowdfunding or if it's a drill in practice. You know, if there's a score on it, we're getting after it, and um, that makes it really fun to coach. Um, and so it's been a good, you know, a good here six weeks to see where we're at. You know, I'm excited um, to see us play against somebody else. <laughs> I think our players too are ready to see somebody else in another jersey. Um, but two standouts, I think, moving moving forward of, of our newcomers, uh, freshman Aaliyah Washington is explosive, uh, great finisher around the rim, can shoot the three well, uh, knows for the basketball, aggressive defender. Um, you know, you don't want to play against her. Um, and she she has been really impressive. Um, and then Stephanie Torres transferred to us from San Jose State. She was out in California one year prior to that. She was at Eastern Florida State. Um, she is from Orlando, was one of the best players in that um, really, really tough Florida junior college conference. Um, and she can score. She can score in a lot of ways. She can create plays um, and make plays for her teammates. And um, so they're going to contribute for us right off the bat. So uh, talking about, about the way your team competes, I, I came by practice one day and, and, um, and you were running through some dribbling drills and, and things like that. And, and I got a couple of clips uh, to put on social media and things like that. But um, I, just the, the look that I saw out of them, the competition, you know, they were dialed in. On, on on those drills and and on the on the dribbling drills it's really really exciting to see that like i said the culture shift uh coming that uh that that really really uh, competitive basketball is on its way yeah i'm excited i mean they show up every day ready to go um they come in with good attitudes um they come in ready to work um they come in ready to talk and communicate um and i've been pleased with that uh, you know, there's been a couple days based on, you know, whether, you know, we had an elite camp uh, at the end of August. We had almost 70 kids at our elite camp. It was a all-day Sunday, and I thought for sure coming in Monday to workouts, they were going to be dragging a little bit. Our staff was tired. You know, it had just been a full weekend of stuff, and they came in Monday after a full-day elite camp ready to roll. They had energy. Um, they're you know, their demeanor was good. And so we've had some days like that where I'm like, oh, we're going to have to really coach them up today. And they come in ready and ready to roll. And um, so it's been it's been fun. They're focused. They're getting ready. We've done a lot of skill development stuff through the preseason, more skill development than scheme stuff. Um, and they've bought into it. And it's been fun to see their progress uh, individually but also now when you put it together collectively, we're just we're better than we were six weeks ago. So that's been fun. And you mentioned the girls are ready to play somebody in another uniform. First uh, chance that we'll, one of the first chances we'll get to see that, Florida State in an exhibition on October 30th, uh, right before we flip the calendar to November. That's going to be a phenomenal experience for your team, isn't it? We are excited about it. You know, we're grateful to Florida State for giving us that opportunity, and that'll be a great test for where we're at. They're big. We're not big. Um, and so that will reveal a lot of things about just fundamentally, um, you know, do we box out? Do we crash? How are we doing on the boards? Uh, you know, can we take care of the basketball versus pressure? Um, they are 
they are such a good team consistently in the NCAA tournament. And so that'll be a really, really good test uh, to to know, okay, what are our weak spots? And I'm thankful, you know, then we've got a couple weeks to work on that before we open in Tampa. Um, and so uh, that'll be a great opportunity for our team. You know, I'm I'm not a, I'm I'm not going to be the, like the king of segways over here. That was a fantastic segue just a minute ago, Jared. I, I'm I'm proud of you on that one. Uh, but uh, you talked about about opening in Tampa. You open in, against Rollins in Tampa. In Tampa, tough test right out of the gate. But it seems like that's kind of what you want in your schedule. You want that kind of that that grit and and, uh, and the toughness the toughness out of your schedule. We do, especially because the third game of our season is a conference game. Mm -hmm. And so we need to play those tough games early on um, just to get us ready for conference play. Our, our conference, you know, as you guys know, is so tough. Um, you know, one of the toughest, if not the toughest in the country, um, consistently putting three, four teams in the NCAA tournament. Um, and I love the way our conference is set up with us being able to play everybody twice. I think that's fair. I like it. Um, with that being said, that means we get into conference play so early in the season. And so, you know, I think that Tampa weekend will be a really, really good uh, tournament for us. Um, and then we come back and we open that Wednesday in a conference game. So here we go. And that'll be your first home game as head yes. coach hosting Montevallo. Just talk about the excitement level of uh, finally getting to play in the Coliseum. We're excited. I mean, what a great venue. Um, you know, again, having the third largest arena in the state of Georgia, um, you know, just it's it's ripe to pack. And, um, you know, it's my job to put a good product out there that's fun to watch. Um, and our players are, I mean, they're, they're competitive. They're going to give it everything they have night in and night out. And, you know, I think the people that are watching it are going to enjoy watching our team. I think they're going to feel like, hey, like, Number one, like they know what they're doing. Um, they enjoy playing basketball. They enjoy playing together. You know, and those are the types of teams that people get behind and support. And, you know, we need people to come out and support these these players. They deserve it. They work so hard um, for the team, for each other. And uh, we're really excited to play at home. Well, that's going to be a red out that night against Montevallo. We're going to have we're going to have free T-shirts, beat Montevallo T-shirts. It's going to be a great night um, uh, for your first home home game in the Coliseum. So practice gets under underway this week. Now you you've touched on on the the competition in practice and the demeanor in practice, but um, at the end of the day, what do you expect coming up this weekend? Well, we have a lot of work to do. Uh, we've got stuff to put in, <laughs> both defensively and offensively. We've done some of our scheme stuff so far, um, but we've got a lot more to do here leading up to that exhibition game at Florida State. And so I'm so excited just to have time to do it. You know, through the preseason, we only get four hours on the court with them per week, and that four hours flies. It never feels like enough time. So the fact that we can enter into our 20-hour-a-week segment and really dive in um, to getting the stuff put in and, and done well that we need to do um, on top of kind of the skill development stuff that we need to continue uh, just to have the time to do that. I'm really excited. Sounds like it's time to flip from skill to scheme to scheme to skill. That's right. Yep. Skill to scheme. Or scheme well to said. skill. Yeah. That. Well said. <laughs> uh, I'm for one excited about basketball season for so many reasons, but one, we don't have to check the weather. For basketball game. That is a very good point. So it, 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 there is climate control. Yeah. So thanks, Coach Joe, for coming on What the How today. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come talk women's basketball with us. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys hosting, and I'm happy to do it anytime.
All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back to wrap up this episode of the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell? All right, we're back here in Studio 262. Great interview with, with Joanna Wrights. Jared, it's really, really exciting to hear about the competition that's happening. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what this women's basketball team is going to do. Yeah, I, uh, I'm very excited, like we said. Um, just a lot of competition, some new newcomers to see, and a uh, whole lot of questions to be answered. But I think we're going we're gonna to be pleased with the results and the product we see on the court this year. I agree completely. I, I I'm just I'm ready for basketball season at this point. It's it's it is uh the I think the students are ready too. They're yep. they're they're excited. Students on campus have have been really coming out for basketball here in the last couple of years and uh, I expect it to be a a good crowd on November 16th. Absolutely. Uh let's jump into the preview for this week real quick. Um no home events this week, but everything on the road. Let's jump into it. Women's volleyball in the Sunshine State Gulf South Conference crossover. Uh, taking on Rollins College to begin the event Friday at 1.30, and then 6 o'clock women's soccer at Alabama Huntsville up in, Ala- in Huntsville, Alabama um, at Charger Park, and that's on Friday. Saturday, volleyball's got Spring Hill in the crossover to start the day. That's a 9 a.m. first serve, uh, so uh, better have your coffee before that well, one. How does that work? How does what work? Spring Hill's in the SIAC, are they not? Yeah, I'm confused on that. They're, too. they're in the SIAC in in most sports. They're, I think they're actually in three conferences. They're in the. Are SIAC they Sunshine State now in volleyball? I, I don't know, but I I think I saw the last time I went to their website, they had three different um, conferences. They're Gulf South in uh, soccer, in and, women's soccer golf. And, and women's golf, and I think maybe lacrosse or something like That's that. That's true. And and then they're in the Peach Belt and the other lacrosse, right. probably. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So oh, okay, well. That's just conf- I thought yeah. I thought they were in the SIAC in volleyball because I thought I remembered reading they were like undefeated in conference play. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Notre Dame. They're in the ACC and in um, yeah. in basketball, and they're uh, it was just confusing. Anyway, anyway, volleyball wraps up that crossover on Saturday, four forty five p.m. First serve taking on St. Leo. Football is going to be on the road in Tigerville, South Carolina. They're going to be taking on North Greenville. That's a one p.m. start. Excited about going back to Tigerville. I'm, I, I know uh, Jared's got got some uh, other duties to, to take care of this weekend. So uh, BG and I are gonna are gonna be uh, heading heading to tiny Tigerville, uh, that uh, the place of my origination of college. He said duties. Anyway, <laughs> uh, women's soccer wraps up the weekend, taking on West Alabama over in Livingston. Um, on two, at two o'clock on Sunday afternoon, so that is the last action of the weekend. So hopefully, women's soccer can get more than two points out of the weekend, and we can keep pushing forward to that Gulf South Conference tournament berth. All right. So the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared PBG and I talk about our wolves, and you've so you've definitely given of your time, and we are grateful for every penny that you've given to our, our, our wolves. Hopefully, you're a benefactor of the program, and there are plenty of, of opportunities to give to U of G Athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uwgathletics. If you don't have the, the uh, Game Day Experience app, make sure to visit any app store that supports your phone. It is your game program in the palm of your hand. And if what you've heard on this episode of What the House absolutely blown your mind, you can go on to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and a review, and if you do, we'll give you a free shout-out right here on What the House. Oh, absolutely. Five-star shout-outs. Yep. Absolutely. All you got to do is leave a review and we'll shout you out. 
Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more UWG Athletics. Hopefully, we'll have some wins to talk about, boys. I'm Jared Boggess. I just work here. And I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And I'm PBG from the AOB. Next week, you shall hear Jared say, Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Bulls podcast ever produced. What the hell?